Junior Kikuema Junior Show, starring Junior Kikuema Junior. We have no idea. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bohe Band as he makes any guy from Hawaii. Brab, brab, brab. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kikuema Junior. I'm Junior Kekoweva Junior, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is a law of attraction comedy podcast, okay? Because, you know, uh, I'm the only because I'm known for comedy in Hawaii, and uh, because comedy is de- dear to my heart. Actually, um, more than comedy, I was I was a voice actor for years, like fifteen years, uh, voice actor. So a lot of people think, you know, like I was a stand-up comic or something. I, no, no, not at all. But uh, but yes, I I was um, yeah, I was a voice actor. So that, and anyway, but hey, welcome to the podcast. First, the attitude of gratitude. Uh, we've got to say, you know, uh, mahalo to everybody tuning in. We don't have any new countries this week, uh, same countries. So we're in uh, 23 states and um, uh, 40, what is it, 52 countries, something like that, For, 48, 52, uh, something like that, because it changes. So sometimes, you know, we get picked up by new countries and then we, we add and then uh, sometimes we subtract. I'll tell you exactly what it was at the last count right here. It was at last count, oh, I'm sorry, 42 states, 56 countries. There we go. 42 states, 56 countries, uh, Guam, New Zealand, and Turkey were the last countries uh, that were joining us. So we'd like to mahalo them and say thank you. Now, um, you know, we talk about manifestation and how to manifest on this podcast. And manifestation, um, if you really want ideal manifestation, you get it through affirmations, meditation, visualization, and vocalization. And, And this is what it takes. I mean, really, you have to put yourself there. So first of all, right? You have to see yourself worthy. If you don't see yourself worthy, then you're never, ever, ever going to manifest what you want. You know, because a lot of people really, they have that self-doubt, right? Really inside, right? The way they really feel about themselves is important. Now, I was too stupid, like, to think that I couldn't do something. So I just did it. I just, I just went for it, you know, because a lot of people told me, but it doesn't work this way. You can't do it like this. And I'm like... Well, but this is the way I know, right? And they're like, no, no, but you see, this is the way they teach it in college. And this is the way, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, so my uncle told me, my uncle, who was my first mentor, right? He, he told me this. I dropped out of college. I dropped out of college in 1994. Because I, and this is a side story. Uh, this is a side thing, okay? But I dropped out of college in 1994 to take this job, what I thought was a dream job. And it really was. It was a dream job in the sense that it put me back on track to where I was going or where I was supposed to go in life. Right. And it was a it was a job that, um, you know, I took it at a a family of radio stations. And, you know, the job was I want to I want to really want to say the job was like boot camp. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about a lot of things. It taught me it taught me a lot. And and it ended with me resigning after a few years. I resigned. And then I took a job at this other, you know, group of radio stations. And that's when the career went boom, like right through the roof. And um, but I had to, you know, you have to go through what you have to go through in order to get to the successful part or get to the better part or get to the good part. Right. Like so you have to go through a certain amount of stuff. 
And I want to say it's a certain amount of learning. Because if you don't go through the learning part, okay, and somebody gives you something. In other words, let's say you don't know how to manage money. Let's say you're really bad at money management and then you win the lottery. What are you going to do? You you see? So a lot of people, and this is why when you manifest, you can't go for the lottery first. You got to go $20. When I started manifesting money, I went $20, then I went $50, then I went $100, then I went $500, then I went $1,000, then I went to $1,500, and then $2,000, right? And I kept working my way up in $500 amounts. I went $2,500, right? Like that. And I went all the way to $5,000, and I was manifesting in in $5,000 amounts for, for quite a while. And and that just meant, like, for me, right? Everybody's different. So how you get $5,000 may be different than how I get $5,000. I was getting $5,000, uh, you know, manifesting that kind of thing from my wedding and party business. But what I'm really telling you, it's not a flex. I'm not bragging about the wedding and party business or anything like that. What I What I am saying is that... If you cannot, if you're not prepared and God gives you something, you're going to lose it. Okay. If you're not prepared. Now you have to be prepared. So, so the preparation is affirmations, meditation, visualization, vocalization. Okay. And this results in confidence because it starts to calm. It starts to calm your mind inside. Okay. Now when you're calm, you can make better decisions. When you're calm inside, when you don't have anxiety, you don't have fear, guilt, shame, all the monsters, you know, in your head, right? Uh, you know, because your self-esteem is going to be higher. Your self-worth is going to be higher. You know, I know these, uh, I, I mean, I, I know these things because I experienced them and went through them in my younger life. I slept on a sidewalk for a little while, you know. So uh, it kind of kind of cracks me up when I see these guys. You know, some of these guys, they grow up poor, right? Like I know this one guy like, uh, well, I know, actually I know a few, uh, a few guys from the housing. And this one guy in particular always had to remind me that he was from the housing. You know, he, oh, I'm, I'm from the housing, I'm from the housing. Well, here's what happens. When you get stuck in that mindset, when you bring yesterday into today, and then today, you know, you're, you're headed for tomorrow, right? When you wake up for tomorrow, you're still thinking housing, right, from today. And now you take today into tomorrow. So here's what happens, right? On the outside, yeah, you're, you're in the new place. On the outside, you're experiencing the new thing. But on the inside, you're living in the housing. So what happens? Well, this is the, the, you know, my mom taught me this a long, long time ago. And my mom drove me by the housing where we lived in, you know, on my island. Uh, it's a different island. I'm on the island of Oahu right now. But I come from a different island. And my mom drove me by the housing. She said, you see, you see the, the condition of that, of that place? And I looked at it. The screens were ripped. Like, I remember the cars were up on blocks outside. There were like junked cars, like right in front, like right in front. Nobody kept the yard clean. It was a mess, right? And my mom said, you know what? We could give them brand new cars and brand new houses tomorrow. And in one year, it would look exactly like that. And my mom said that, right? And, you know, I, th- I thought about that. And I'm like, wow. And I did not understand it back in the day. And I was in fourth grade. And, and I, I remember that. And she told me that. And she said, she said it, it would look just like that. And I, and I said, why? I asked her, why, mom? And she said, because they do not know how to take care of their things. And I thought, right, you know, like back in the day, right, when my mom said that, I I thought like, ah, man, you know, it's like, 
here we go again. Like she's trying to, she's trying to do this Jedi mind trick on me or whatever, right? Uh, but, but it was true because if you're not prepared, so, so when you prepare for something, right? You know, we talked about it on the other podcast, fake it to make it. You go through the motions, right? So that's called visualization. Because you have to see yourself there. You have to visualize yourself there. So if somebody's not prepared, let's say, you know, they never had money in their life, right? And then all of a sudden, boom, they win the lottery. Okay, those people are in worse shape after they win the lottery. Like like a year later, maybe two years later, they're worse off than before they won the lottery. Because they don't know how to handle that. So, so you can't manifest the lottery first. You, you have to start small. So if it's money that you guys are, you know, wanting to, uh, uh, you know, manifest, right? You want to you bring more money into your world? Start small. Start with $20. Now, if you handle a lot of money already, okay, if you know what it's like to handle stacks of $100 bills, then, then go for like $500. Manifest $500. Then manifest $1,000, you know? But I started small because I just... I wanted to see if this thing worked. And, and I was testing this stuff, right? But here's the thing, right? So, you know, um, when I actually started putting these things into motion and I started, you know, really like, okay, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to do this, right? I had, to, I had to organize everything. And what I did was I put it on social media. So when you, you know, when you Google search my name, you'll be able to, you know, pull up, uh, Facebook and, and the, the vo- vocal development school, you know, voice master vocal development. You'll be able to pull up the Junior Cake of Junior Roadshow and there's pictures and it's documented and it's there. You know, a lot of people, you know, are like, like, well, I did this and I did that. And I'm like, well, do you have pictures or what, what was it like? Oh, well, no, I don't have pictures. I don't, you know, whatever. Right. And of course, um, you, you know, uh, you want to see some kind of like proof. Okay. What, what, it, where is it? And in the old days, you know, I want to say that, that there was no proof in the old days. We didn't have these things to document. We didn't have these things to put your work on. We didn't have stuff like this, right? If you go on YouTube, I mean, you know, you can punch up my uh, consultant firm and it's there. And we know all the jingles that we did and everything. It's, it's there and it's there forever or until YouTube wants to, you know, <laughs> delete it, right? But I'm just saying, you have to have, you know, when somebody goes, you know, when I, I guess when I meet my grandson one day and, and he goes, Papa, what have you done? What did you do? Uh, I'll say, well, just, you know, plug the company name into, into YouTube and you'll see. Uh, plug my name into Google and you'll see. Uh, that kind of thing, you know. So, and, and all it takes really is focus, right? Because you need to focus on your goal. Now, today... We're going to talk about how I manifested uh, the consultant from VMAC Consultants, okay, and, and how this came to be. Because I, I did not go to school to be a consultant. I did not go to school to, you know, uh, do all this kind of stuff, okay. But I did have some really good private teachers. I really did. Here's how VMAC Consultants came to be. So the first, and you know, we were tested by fire, okay? But before I get to that part, I want to tell you the start of how this started. Now, my mom is always trying to get me interested in stuff. At one point, you know, my mom was uh, selling luxury homes 
And she said, why don't you become a realtor? And then, and then we can do realty together, right? Now, at that time, right, my name was out there. I was performing. I was doing shows. I had the wedding and party business. I had the school. I had the production company. You know, and we, we were just, we were jamming. We were doing a lot of stuff. I just founded Screen Master Pictures, which is another company of ours, and, and AFM uh, Worldwide which was an entertainment company. And, and if you go online, you can see the website. It's actually AFM Hawaii Music, the DBA. And so it's there. So, you know, our record company, we started producing recordings. Now, I'm doing all this stuff, and my mom goes, you should be a realtor so we can sell luxury homes or whatever. I, I don't know. She didn't say luxury homes. She just said, so we can, we can sell homes, whatever. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's... That that's going to happen, right? Because my heart wasn't there. Okay, now I, you know, if it's two things I've always done and, and the only things I ever will do, number one, follow my heart because your heart is, produces the biggest vibration, your heart chakra, okay? And number two, live my dreams. I got one life, Hawaiians. I only have one life. God did not give me nine lives. I'm not a cat, okay? But God said, hey, here, here you, you got this one, boy. Right here, go with it, you know, and and that's what I've been doing ever since high school, ever since I graduated high school, because people came to my high school and they said, you can be whatever you want to be, you know, and and you can do whatever you want to do. And, and, and then I was like, oh, okay. And that's all I knew. See, that's all I knew. And like I said, I was too stupid not to follow my dreams, right? I, I didn't know any better. Um, there were other people that, you know, told me, uh, there, there, let's put it this way. There, there were not a lot of people that told me you cannot do this or that or whatever, but they always told me that, oh, this is not the right way to do this. This is not the right way to do that. All right, here's the scoops. This is how I manifested VMAC consultants. So my mom gets a hold of me and because she's always throwing these different things at me, right? And she knows, she knows like where I was in my life and she knows I was performing. She knows that I was doing what I love to do. She knows. I was doing it in the living room when, when I was seven. So, <laughs> so she knows, right? So, uh, anyway, so she, she goes, Hey, you know, um, I'm going to this feng shui, um, talk or lecture or whatever. The master is going to be there. And this was a, a Chinese master. He was a master feng shui person, right? And, uh, mm hmm. So, so she took me and we went to this re really nice, fancy golf course. And I go into, you know, sit down at the table with her. And there's one of our U.S. Uh, U.S. senators was there. You know, I don't want to mention names, but he was there with his wife. And, and so we were, you know, this was uh, like a, I want to say, upscale kind of thing because it was very expensive to go. And my mom paid for me. And I was like, oh, OK, yeah, I'll go. And, you know, because I know that I know my mom's motive already. She's thinking, well, there's going to be something here that that is going to click, you know, with my son and we'll get him out of his delusion of following his dreams. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm joking around. But anyway, so so we went right. I'm sitting down and I am the Chinese year of the rat. Now, rats are business people and just, you know, and I didn't know this until I went until I went right so I'm a rat and I'm sitting there, you know, yeah, I'm a rat, you know, I'm a dirty rat, right? And, and so, <laughs> so we, we, you know, my mom, my mom is a boar, okay? Now, I don't want to say pig because it doesn't sound good, right? But yeah, year of the boar, year of the pig, it, it's the same thing. So, 
and we get along real good, right? And and so the master is saying, well, boar and pig, and you know the compatibility thing. Like you guys, you guys are tight. And I go, oh, that that explains why me and my mom are you know so close like that, right? And he goes on and he goes on and he goes on and pretty soon he gets to the rat part, right? So he starts talking about like us guys, <laughs> like, you know, so if there's any fellow rats out there that this is for you guys. And so he goes, you know what rats do? They, they go out in the middle of the night and they get food and they bring it back in their hole. And I was thinking, you know, you know like, do I do that? I go, oh boy, yeah, I do that. In the middle of the night, because I've always had a TV like mounted in my room, like I used to have this room. I black out all my rooms, right? Because I I uh, sleep during the day, I work at night, and so it depends on you know where I'm living or whatever. But I've always had like a mounted television in my room, and you know that kind of thing, because when it's time to chill, it's time to chill, and you know I I I have to uh, I hit the wall every two weeks, and you know I go 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 right, and then there's that one day where you go. I just cannot get up, you know, and boom, you're out for the whole day. And that's the way I was working at the time. So, so, you know, anyway, so, so he starts talking and I go, yeah, that's me. I get up in the middle of the night and I go get food, right? And I bring it back to my room and I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm watching TV or, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. And I'm, I'm eating my food in, in my hole, in my room, (laughs) instead of like sitting in the living room or at the dining table or, you know, whatever. So anyway, so he goes on and he goes on and then he goes, and rats are business people. And I start listening harder. I start paying attention more, right? Because I'm like, okay, now he's got my attention. Now he's talking business, right? And, and then he goes down this thing. He goes, you guys are naturally inclined for marketing. You guys are natural marketers. And he starts going on and on and, you know. So I'm thinking about this, right? And I'm going, wow. Now, here's the side story at the time, right? So I already had, uh, it was Voice Master Singing School at the time. You can Google that and you'll see a whole bunch of stuff. And we changed the name in 2015. We re-imaged because of the internet and, you know, public speaking and all that stuff. And we re-imaged to Voice Master Vocal Development. And, and before that, we had a company called Imua Productions, and it was still a company. It was still a thing. And we were producing jingles and music and, you know, that kind of thing, right? And what I would do is I'd go subcontract with a, you know, like a studio and stuff so I didn't have to build my own. I had my own home studio in the in the very beginning when we started the company uh, way back. And so anyway, but but that was still there. So I had these two companies that we were that we were doing. And um, so I thought to myself, wow, you know, this is this is pretty cool. And then this guy mentioned the word consultants. And he, you know, he said, you guys, you guys would make great consultants for other people because you have, you know, this business sense combined with this ingenuity combined with this imagination and, you know, and all of that. And then he goes on to say how we're short tempered and, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, OK, yep, that's me. And so but, but you know, so this thing goes on. So I get this idea that, you know what, we can expand the production company into a consultant company and be even more, you know, uh, incorporate more things and, and expand. And so that's exactly what I did. So after the after the conference and whatever, um, I thought about it for a little while. I had to put some thought into it. I did some research and then I said, OK, we're going to reimage. So now, if you know anything about re-imaging companies, if you know anything about 
marketing that you know you need to keep up with the times. You cannot just, you know, do one thing, leave it the same way. And imagine uh, 10 years from now down the road, right? You're going to think 10 years down the road and you're going to think, oh, okay, like it's still going to be relevant. No, wrong. It's not going to be relevant. Times change. Everything changes. People change. Trends change. So you need to keep up. So here's the thing. Here, this is what we did. First of all, we started. So, so we started calling it Voice Master Advertising Consultants in the very beginning. And my attorney um, told me one day. He goes, "You know, this sounds like a communications company. It doesn't sound like a consulted company like advertising. It doesn't sound like that." And and you know, I was thinking, right? But well, we're trying to have people find their voice in business. You know, and that's what I've been doing like my whole life, having people find their voice, finding their voice in their life, finding their voice in music, finding their voice for, you know, uh, relationships and careers and stuff. Right. So I've always been doing that. And, you know, when I when I was life coaching, when we started life coaching, I was helping people find their voice. Uh, and, and that meant, you know, finding their passion in life, finding their their skill set, finding what they're good at, you know. Uh, and that to me, that's what finding your voice is. So anyway, we get, you know, we, we, I go, oh man. And I already now this is why I tell people to take baby steps. Okay. You know, when you're manifesting, right. And you visualize and you vocalize and you're doing your affirmations and meditation, right. I tell you guys to take baby steps and here's why. Cause I took a huge step when I got out of that meeting, I thought about it for a couple of weeks and I said, all right. So I went to the bank, right. And I, I, made myself alone. And I, I went, I mean, I, you know, from my company, from the singing school, I made myself alone. And I, I said, okay, I got this much. I'm going to, I'm going to start this company. And whenever I wanted something in my life, I've always started a business um, because everything in life is a business. And you guys got to think that you have to put yourself in that mindset. Everything is a transaction and everything is a business. I don't care what it is. Okay, if you get in, you you get into a wedding. That's a contract. That's a business, a marriage. Okay, that's that's a business. That there's a contract there. You're not contracted to her. The government's contracted to her. You're contracted to the government. The government puts you two guys together. Okay, so that's the way it works. But it's a contract. It's a business. Okay, everything you do with each other, okay, in life is a transaction. Okay, so so I started looking at this stuff like when I was, I don't know, about maybe 28, something like that. And so that's the way I look at things, right? That doesn't mean I take, you know, the personable side of stuff away. That doesn't mean that. It just means that at the root of everything, there's money involved. At the root of everything, there are transactions. So I went out and it, and this is why, okay, so we're, we're going off to the left over here, but I'm telling you guys. This is why no giant steps. So I went out and I, I contacted my graphic artist. I said, okay, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do. Voice master, advertising, consultants, da, da, da. She sent me back the design. I got the design for the business cards, the stationery, like everything. I said, okay, good. Boom. And so she's, you know, she, she went ahead and did it. I okayed it. We went ahead and printed business cards. We did, we did all this stuff. It was after I did all that stuff and after I went out and got the, the trade name and went out and, you know, all of that, that my attorney goes, uh, this looks like a, this sounds like a communications company. And then I'm like, oh, oh man. So I looked at everything I had and, I, and I'm like, wow, I spent all this money on all this stuff. Now it's just useless. 
And so I, you know, took all the business cards, stationery, everything, and I threw it in the trash. And I said, all right, if it can't be voice master advertising consultants, I'm just going to name it VMAC, V-M-A-C, right? Which stands for voice master advertising consultants. So, so it's voice master advertising consultants, consultants, right? I mean, you know, but that's the, that's the abbreviation. That, that's the acronym right there. So, so we got the acronym, right? And then, all right, we could do it this way. So I'm like, okay, we'll do it this way. Now, this is one thing you have to learn in business. If you can't go down one avenue, you got to go down the other avenue. Okay, you have to pivot. That's what they call it. Okay, so entrepreneurs call that pivoting. And you have to pivot. If you don't pivot, you're going to get stuck. You're going to lose motivation and you're going you're gonna to just dry up. Okay, and drying up means that, yeah, you're, you're going to lose money. You're going to lose time. You're going to lose business. You're just going to lose. Okay, so don't be a loser pivot. Okay, so so we pivoted with VMAC. Now, everything was fine and good and like, okay, now we have a consulting company, right? And this was like a couple of months before we got our first client. And so, you know, and the reason why I'm telling you this story, I'm not flexing, I'm not bragging, I'm telling you guys when you do affirmations, meditation, visualization, vocalization, this these things happen. Okay? So the most the most unassuming thing happened. Okay. At my voice school, right, I was teaching this little girl and I had no idea what her dad did for a living. Okay. So we were teaching this girl and she was very, very shy. And I started bringing her out of her shell and developing her confidence. And, you know, and her dad brought her a couple of times. And, you know, I don't ask questions, I, you know, whatever. And, and so, you know, one day I was talking with her mom and um, it was just me and her mom in the, in the waiting room. And my business partner was working with her in, in the studio because we took turns with, you know, with the students and stuff. And, and we, uh, he warmed them up and then I would go in and teach. And then, you know, so we did it together kind of thing. And I'm sitting outside in the waiting room. And so I'm talking to her, right? And, and um, we're, we're having conversation. And she said, you know, oh, my husband, he's having a hard time doing this, that, and the other thing, whatever. And, I'm, and I said, really? And she said, yeah, you know, there's, there's, this, uh, there's this union thing and they're striking on the sidewalk and they're protesting the store. And I'm like, you know, I can't tell you what store. <laughs> and they, they're protesting the store and, and, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah. And, and she goes, you know, it would be so nice if, if uh, he could have some help with this stuff. But, you know, we're from out of town and we don't know everybody and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and I said, well, you know what needs to happen. The local people here need to see that store as local friendly. So you guys need to do local friendly stuff. And I said, in order to, you know, be local friendly, you guys just have to really cater to local people and really show them that they're welcome and really show them. And then on the political end, we need to get to the politicians and we need to tell the politicians or explain to the politicians how this happened. Now, here's what happened. This was a national chain, a huge store, okay, huge nationally, okay. And what they did was they came to Hawaii and they put up stores like anybody else would. They took the lowest bids, okay, but they took non-union bids. So, of course, the union got mad and they put strikers on the sidewalk. So, so that happened, right? And this was, of course, down the road with, with that, with that situation. And I said, well, 
you know, the only thing that needs to be done is to, you know, our slogan was bringing people together, making things happen. And I said, we just need to bring these people together. And we need, you know, uh, people on the union side and we need people on the, on, on the uh, store side to uh, see eye to eye and, and you know, make sense to each other. And, you know, because they didn't know any better. They, they came to town. They just made any kind, right? Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't the kind of thing where, you know, you come and you... Uh, see, in business, this is what you do. You, you take the temperature is what it's called. So you, you take the temperature of the situation, whatever you want to do, whatever you're going to do. You know, so you test the market or you go into the market and you, you see what the market's all about and you understand the market kind of thing. And then, and then you proceed to do things. But these guys just did you know, what they do. And it's corporate, so you can't blame them. You can't really blame them. Uh, they just came in, put up shop you know, one store, two store, three store, whatever. And they just kept building and they kept taking non-union contracts. So what happened in the end anyway, so so this, what I'm trying to say is that this was my first client, right? And so we were tested by fire. And I'm telling you, this was a situation. Uh, so so I said, you know, I'd be glad to talk to him and, and whatever. So we set up a meeting. I went down to the meeting. Now, at the time, and this is a this is a side story, but and this is why I'm, I'm going to tell you guys that college doesn't matter. OK, because there was this girl. She she had an N- MBA from, you know, she had an MBA from this local college. And I was involved with this uh, with with a certain organization within the college. And um, that's how I got to know her. And, and I, so I, I hired her as an admin, right? Because I figured that, oh, well, she, she has an MBA. She, she knows about business, right? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> okay, so there, there's a big difference, Hoines, with book-learned stuff, okay? And, you know, people that actually have worked their way up, okay? And this is like in the military, you have ROTC guys, right? They go in the military as lieutenants and stuff like that, right? But the sergeants, right, work their way up from private and they, they know more than the, the officers kind of thing. You know, that kind of thing. It's the same kind of situation. And I've seen so many. In fact, we, we had another client, um, you know, recently in, 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 the last, uh, in the last four years that totally went out of business and totally screwed themselves in the ground because, you know, one of their kids took over and, well, yeah. And I saw it, I saw it before. And there was this one girl uh, that we, we met along the journey, right? A long time ago, before VMAC was a thing. And she was starting, she, she came home with an MBA. And she wanted to take her parents' little successful Chinese restaurant and make a chain of fast food Chinese restaurants and, and be the first, you know, Chinese fast food outlet. And, and I was like, okay. And, and it sounded good. So we were hired to make the jingle. I made the jingle. We, you know, we graciously did business with them. And um, before too long, they went out of business. And that included the original restaurant that was successful because it was pulled down uh, by this MBA a kid that went to school and you know it was just it is what it is no judgment i'm just saying it is what it is that happens so i hired this girl as my admin so the night before the meeting and she did a you know she did a couple of things and and i was like "Eh." it was neither here nor there you know um the thing that i you know the thing that kind of uh set red flags off to me was that she would show up at you know starbucks meetings 
with dirty hair and like she was, I mean, she was a good looking girl, but she just came all unkept and whatever, you know, and I even had her, uh, have, had a meeting with my mom to have my mom try to help her in business and, you know, make connections and whatever and, and help her out. And, and that, that didn't work. I mean, I don't know. I, I think my mom, I don't know. I, I think she kind of like, yeah, she, she wasn't on board. Uh, she saw stuff that I didn't, that I, you know, and I found out later, right? Cause later, so this is later, one, the day before the meeting, I had been asking this girl for content. I just wanted content, right? I just wanted her to write up some facts and figures about this, this, that, and that. And I gave her the list. And um, the day before the meeting, this was a Wednesday. I had the meeting scheduled on Thursday. I'll never forget it um, because we, we came, you know, we, we got the client, right? But Wednesday, I said, well, do you have everything prepared and whatever? And she goes, well, I don't know exactly like what you want. And I repeated, right, what I wanted. And, um, and then she said, well, how much, how much do I get paid for this? And I said, well, it depends on how much you do, right? Because if you're writing, uh, you're preparing a report for me, if the report is five pages, okay, that's one price. If the report is 25 pages, then of course you get more. And, and so I, you know, make a long story short, I, I said, well, I was figuring a few hundred dollars to prepare the report and everything and have it ready uh, for the meeting tomorrow morning. And she was supposed to be at the meeting the following day. So, um, <laughs> so what happened, what had happened was, right, she tried to like, to like basically jack me before the meeting because it was a huge, it was a huge account. It was a national chain, right? Now, you know, we did things in, in, you know, with, with that uh, national chain, like, you know, get, get local merchandise into the stores and we made, we made people some money. Um, you know, with their products and stuff, right? I can think of one local company that we got in the door and then they're, they're still in there making money uh, till today. But, but the thing was like, you know, there's such a thing as, as uh, being street smart and knowing when somebody's jacking you, right? And so I told her, you know what? Never mind then, right? And I, I just, yeah, I disconnected. And um, anyway, so she went on her merry way with her MBA, right? Never amounted to anything. Or, or whatever, right? And so that didn't amount to anything. And then the next day I'd go in. And so I called up this this other girl that I knew. And uh, she was a student of mine. And I said, hey, you want to do some admin work? And she's like, okay, uncle. I mean, you know, and she was, she was so cool. And she goes, okay. And so I started, pay, so I paid her. I started paying her. And I said, okay, this is what I want. This, 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 and just make notes and take notes. She's like, okay. And she came to meetings with me and took notes. And that's all I wanted. And she would take the notes. She would give them to me. I would assimilate everything and, you know, write it down and keep, keep records and, and stuff like that. And so there was a lot of administrative work that I was doing in the office. Like I would go in the office like early in the morning. I'd be pounding out stuff and making files and, and keeping track and things like that. So anyway... But that alone, right, like jacking somebody right before because she saw, you know, she had dollar signs in her eyes and, and stuff like that. And so now I was like, you know, very, I want to say nervous because I was like, oh, crap. Now I'm walking into the meeting empty handed. Right. It's just me, my admin and her notepad. Right. So. 
All right, but fast forward, everything went well. But now we had this big, you know, we had this big situation on our hands, all right? So we had the local union with their people, like, striking on the sidewalk, right? They're picketing this store. And on all islands, okay, so this this is throughout Hawaii. Uh, there were 17 stores at the time. And these guys are, you know, they're not budging because, you know, this uh, store chain is not, uh, you know, they're, they're not hiring union uh, they, or they hadn't hired union up until that time. And so we started to get to work. And what we did was we worked closely with the local politicians. We brought uh, we brought events into the chain, uh, the chain of stores, and we started creating a local friendly environment. We gave away prizes like tons, tons and pri- uh, tons of prizes. And, and this was all in the plan because you have to get on the good side of local people. I mean, I, I suppose it's that way everywhere. I mean, you, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta, um, give. You have to give, right? So we started giving and that was the plan. All right. Let's just give, give, give. And the merchants were happy because people got their products. They got to try and sample their products. So they would give products we would give them away out in the parking lot and have an event and we set up music and we brought entertainers and we we had somebody you know making the gosh we had we had vendors that we brought in to to make cotton candy we had vendors that came in and, and did face painting and I mean, all that kind of stuff and we we just we just made it uh, a huge event and we we did many events and the idea behind the event was to bring the people in and and so now that this, you know, national chain is local friendly, it's easier to, to work with. Well, so we were tested by fire because there were, it was a very sensitive situation. One of the representatives, um, state representatives who passed away is no longer here. Um, he kept me on the phone for 45 minutes going, hey, you know, you're going to jeopardize the governor. You're going to put the governor in jeopardy with the union. And I'm like, so, I mean, you know, I, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not going to get into detail, but I'm throwing this out there to to um, underline the the sensitivity of this this whole thing. It was very sensitive because the governor was like good friends with the the union boss that was, you know, ordering these these strikes. And so you have to understand that when when a big boy like that or a big box, uh, we can say that comes to town. Right. Um there is such a thing as, you know, you have to you have to play by local rules or you're not going to be like local friendly. It, it's just that way. I mean, you know, so business is not done in Hawaii like it's done in California and New York and Chicago. It just does not work that way. So and because we're an island community, unions are important because they they provide benefits. You know, we have families. We, we, we're, we're all about, you know, each other. And so it's very different in Hawaii. The environment is, is different than it is in, in the mainland. And so anyway, um, we proceed with this stuff. So we were tested by fire. That was our first client. And that first client provided enough business for us that for the first, I want to say the first six months, that was our focus, just that client. Now, this client uh, went for three years. Okay, We worked on this project for three years. And the highlight, or let's say the crescendo of everything with this client, was in three years, they built their flagship store. Okay, now it's no longer here. They shut down. But 
at that point, right? They had they built the flagship store. Now, when they when they put out bids for the flagship store, okay, because of you know because of everything, right? They they got all these bids submitted, so they selected the union contractor. The union contractor calls the you know calls the the union and say, hey, we took the contract. They gave us the, the you know they accepted our our bid, so we're going to build a store. And that settled that. And you, you can't imagine how happy I was, like, after three years. Like, wow, like, finally, you know. And so um, it, was, it was a big celebration. Now, the district manager guy that, that, you know, my boss, the guy I answered to, right, um, he got promoted to over 600-some-odd stores in Seattle. Okay. And, and we had worked together, like, very... Uh, you know, I, w- I want to say, uh, uh, very hard. Uh, not, nah, it wasn't. I, I wouldn't say hard. I would say consistently. Uh, we we were we were on it. I mean, con- it was a consistent thing. It was something that you always. It was something that I went to bed at night thinking about, like how we're we gonna do this. So well, what are we gonna do with that? Yeah, like, you know, how are the dynamics gonna fit into this, that, and the other thing? And um, but we did it in such a way that we did not put the governor in jeopardy. We did it in such a way that we did not, um, you know, put the, tr- the, the store chain in, in, in a bad situation. Um, we actually brought everybody together and we made things happen in such a way that, that everyone was, uh, I want to say, happy. Because, you know, the, on the store side, they were happy because now the strikers got pulled off the sidewalk, you know, on the other side of the fence, right? They were happy. The union was happy because now the store is doing the right thing. And, and we had such a celebration at that, at that moment, you know, so they flew down. So here's, here's a side story. They flew down this lady from Chicago, from the Chicago head, head office, main office. And so it's corporate office and she comes down, right? And she's the, uh, event coordinator i think supervisor whatever it was for the for the entire company so every time this store had a major event at one of their stores throughout the country she was there and she was there supervising she was there you know to see like okay what what can we provide for you guys and what you know whatever and so my job and you know part of my job anyway was to set up all the vendors have all the vendors come in set up all the tables set up all the chairs set up and like there's just set up everything right and um in addition to to getting merchants into the store and you know helping to uh project a local friendly thing right so at the events like i handled all the logistics and you know all right let's let's bring up bring in the you know hire the guy with the party company that brings the tables and chairs and tents and whatever all of that and so she came up to me and she and i'm standing i'm standing there in my blazer right and i'm i'm overseeing the delivery guys bring in all this stuff and she comes up to me and I forgot what question she asked me, but she asked me a, a question like, okay, do, do we, do we have the, is this all going to be set up on time or, or whatever? And I said, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. And then she asked me another question and I answered that question. And then she asked me another question and I looked at her and I said, if the district manager, and I mentioned it, I called him by name. I'm not going to use names on the podcast, but I said, if Mr. So-and-so wants it to snow on Keomoku. <laughs> Tomorrow, Keomoku was the, the name. Keomoku is the name of the street that, that the store was on. I said, if uh, Mr. So-and-so wants 
wants it to snow on K.A.L. Moku Street tomorrow morning at 10 10 a.m. It's my job to figure out how to make that happen. And she looked at me with this the warmest look, right? And she gave me a hug and she said, thank you so much, right? And I was like, and that's the kind of, those are the little things that matter, Hawaiians. Those are the things that matter, okay? Now, after that, of course, after after that happened and, you know, they, um, the district manager got promoted to this, you know, huge uh, Seattle position and whatever and went back to, to North America and, you know, very happy and promoted and making more money and all that stuff. And um, so we branched out and did other things and took on other clients for other purposes. And, um, and we still had clients that were in that major chain, uh, making money in that major chain. But the, the bottom line of, of all of this, right, is that when I was writing my affirmations, when I was doing my meditation, when I was doing my visualization and vocalization, okay, it was all aimed like at one area. So it was, it was all, uh, uh, you know, it was, it was all directed at, okay, this is going to be, you know, a successful consulting company. This is going to, you know, whatever. And, and I can tell you, you can look this up on Facebook. If you look for VMAC consultants on Facebook, you'll see all, you'll see it all. If you look on VMAC consultants on Instagram, everything is documented, all these different things, all these different clients all throughout the years. Um, but you know, like I said, this is not a flex. I'm saying this so that you can do it too. I'm saying this so that when you set out to do something, you don't forget to do affirmations. You don't forget to put a vibrational timeout in your day. Meditation. Okay. Visualization. First of all, you have to see yourself worthy. Then you have to see it in your mind. Okay. Like I had to see myself in the suit standing there making things happen. And that's exactly what I did. I mean, you know, sometimes because I was an entertainer, because I had a wedding and party business, you know, we provided entertainment. So sometimes, you know, I was standing on the stage singing, right? And the things that I was coordinating were happening around me. You know, the guys were coming and, uh, you know, doing the doing the shave ice and, you know, I had somebody over here doing cotton candy and what, and this was all happening around me. I was singing and it looked like they just hired me to sing, you know, when in actuality, I was, you know, in, I was actually supervising from this stage while I was singing. You know, I was checking out like, hey, how's the, how's the cotton candy thing doing? How's the shave ice? And I'm looking around and I'm watching everybody. But I'm on the stage responsible for what was happening around me, which was kind of really cool. Right. And um, and working closely with with the store people. To like, hey, uh, do you guys, is everything okay? You guys all right? I mean, because they're a client and you have to take care, right? So I'm like, oh, is everything going okay? Everything good, you know? And and I would help with, with some of the store uh, things as well. So, you know, just help out because you're there, you help out. That's local style. You help out. So uh, whatever had to be done, you know, rubbish had to be taken out. Oh, grab the bag, take it out. I mean, whatever needed to be done, you do. But, but I'm telling you, when you start doing your affirmations and your meditation, visualization, vocalization, you get better manifestation. And who would have thought that my first client, the biggest client, right, a national chain, would have come out of my singing school? It was right there in front of me all the time. All I did was decide to commit. And this is why I tell you guys, when you commit to something, right, it just happens 
Because, you know, whatever you want to call, whatever your higher power, your higher self, God, whatever you want to say, God, if you want to say Jesus Christ, Allah, whatever your higher power, your higher self. But when you make the commitment and you go, okay, well, we're going to do, you know, A, B, C, D, or we're going to do this, or we're going to do that, or yeah, this is going to be good, and you know, whatever. I, I'm going to commit to this. You know, like I told you guys about the Waikiki show, right? It was only when I signed the contract that the money came to support it. I didn't know how. The how is not my job. The how is God's job. Always remember that. The how is God's job. So did we, did we have uh, good clients after that client? Oh, yeah. We had terrific clients. We still have good clients. VMAC Consultants is still advertising. And we have wonderful clients and good relationships. You know, and, but this is how it started. This was the, you know, and how it started was it was just that simple of my mom going, hey, come with me to this thing. It's going to be good for you. Just come. You know, and, and I just went up to the feng shui thing and, and, and the rest, as they say, is history. You know, so it doesn't take, you know, sometimes, right? It doesn't take a, a degree in college. It definitely doesn't take a degree in college. But it doesn't take like a major thing. All it takes, Hawaiians, is a step. Take that one baby step forward and the next baby step forward. Because that big client that started everything with the company, because the company had nothing. We had no clients, right? And we were, we were trying to figure out. And so we were, we were in that process. In that first two months, we were trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to get this thing going, right? And I took the baby step of having the conversation with the district manager's wife. And that led to one thing, to the next thing, to the meeting, to the, you see, to all the way down three years later to the flagship store. And the district manager gets over 600 stores under his belt in a promotion. Okay. And I got paid handsomely. I got paid well. They paid me well. They took care of me. Everything. So it was a win for me. It was a win for the district manager. It was a win for the union. It was a win for the politicians. It was a win for, for everyone. It was like boom, 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 boom. Win, win, win. And that's the way you have to work a business. That's the way you have to do a job. That's the way you have to do your life. Okay? So I'm telling you, affirmations, meditation, visualization, vocalization. Because the last thing you want is to... Is, oh, sorry. I got I, I, I to gotta go, Hawaiians. I got I to gotta go, Hawaiians. Oh, man. Anyway, but yeah, no, for real. Do your affirmation, your meditation, visualization, vocalization... And it will happen for you. I guarantee you. I've done it. It's a thing. Hey, want to thank our sponsors, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry, and Island Club and Spa, my favorite, out there in Kaka'ako. Also, Voice Master Family of Service Companies and AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Chinin. It's at uh, afmhawaiimusic.com. Until next time, I am Junior Kekoeva Jr. saying, hey, love each other. Keep smiling. Keep doing your affirmations, meditation, visualization, and vocalization. And you can do anything. Until next time, I'm Junior saying mahalo and aloha.